Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of projectlifemastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey, what's up, Life Masters? This is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery. Today, we're gonna talk about how you can find your passion in life, something that we all wanna discover. And this video is gonna be part of a two-part video series. This first video is gonna be all about how you can find your passion in life. The second video is gonna be all about how you can profit from your passion which I believe should be the ultimate goal. Once you find what you love to do each day, why not take that and turn that into a career? Why not take that and turn that into a business? Why not take that and turn that into your mission, your purpose in life, and to have a hobby that you get paid for every day? I think the big tragedy in life is that there's so many people out there that spend a third of their life working 40 hours a week at a job that they don't enjoy, that they don't love, working a job that they hate, And in my opinion, that's a waste of your life of fulfillment, that you can never truly love your life if you don't love what you're doing each day. And so the first step is finding what your passion is. And that this video is going to help you with that. The second step, if you already know what your passion is, great. The second step is how you can profit from that, which the next video is going to go into. So make sure that you're subscribed here on the Project Life Mastery YouTube channel and podcast and get notified of that next video that's going to come out to support and build off of this video that I'm doing right here. Now, how can you find your passion? First, let me share with you the big mistake that people make. The number one reason why most people can't find what their passion is. Most people, they try something once or twice or three times and they make a judgment based on their experience of that 
and they judge too soon, they judge too quickly. You try dancing, you try surfing, you try soccer, you try art, you try music, and you make a judgment, you say, you know what, that's not for me, I don't like that, I'm not into that, that's not my passion, and then you move on to the next thing. Now, the problem with that is that you made these judgments where you tried something and you made a judgment, you created a story, a meaning based on that experience, that event, that it means something, but that meaning was created in your past. So you might have tried this when you're 10 years old. Tried dancing when you're 10, I don't like dancing, and now you're 20 years old, now you're 30 years old, but you're allowing your past to dictate and define your present and your future. And you're not really allowing yourself to try something new and be open to it, because who knows, maybe today you might love it, you might enjoy it, it could be your passion, but you're not allowing yourself to because you've limited yourself when you're 10 years old. And a lot of people, their future and their present looks more like the past because they're allowing the past to define them. My friends, the past does not equal the future. Right now, today is a brand new moment, a brand new opportunity, and you are a brand new person today. You're a different person today than you were back then. Our values, our beliefs, our habits, our way of being, our thoughts, all of these things change. Our preferences, our tastes, what we like and what we don't like, it changes over time. I remember for me, when I was 10 years old, I didn't like broccoli. Today, I love broccoli, right? But if I continued to say to myself and had an identity and a belief that I don't eat broccoli, I'm not into that, then I would have missed out on enjoying something that I today enjoy based on the past. So we gotta be quick. We gotta, we gotta understand that we can't be quick to judge. We can't come to a conclusion and a judgment so quickly and so easily based on one experience. I mean, that's the equivalent of a single person going out, meeting a man or woman, they get their heart broken, which we all do, and then allowing that one person, that one experience for you to say, you know, all men are jerks, or all women are this way, or all women are flaky, all men are assholes, whatever it is, all men are cheaters. That was one person, one event, one experience. Okay, maybe it happened twice or three times, but even then, that's a generalization. It's not necessarily true. It's only true and real for you based on the meaning that you created based on that event. But you made that up. You make up the stories and the meanings based on these experiences that you have in your life. So understand that right now, doesn't matter what you tried before in the past, right now is a brand new moment, a brand new opportunity to go back and revisit these things that you might have written off in your past and allow yourself to try it from a new way of being, a new place in your life. And who knows, maybe you'll actually enjoy it. Maybe you'll actually enjoy reading today versus in your past you never enjoyed reading. Maybe you actually might be good at writing today, but in your past you decided when you're in high school you did writing class and you weren't good at it, so you're like, I'm not good at writing. Maybe today you're actually really good at math and you might enjoy it, but you're not allowing yourself to based on your past. Or you might be great at dancing or art or singing or music or sports or whatever it might be. So the big distinction, first, don't allow your past experiences when your brain hasn't even fully developed when you're 10 and 15 and 20, the brain doesn't even fully develop until you're in your mid-20s, okay? So understand that right now is a new moment, a new opportunity, and to try new things. Allow yourself to be open to new things and experiences and disassociate from the past. Put that aside, put that on the shelf, put aside your old preconceived notions and beliefs and assumptions and all of that that you've created on the past because that doesn't exist anymore, and allow yourself to try something new.
The second mistake that people make is they make the judgment, as I said, too quickly without even allowing themselves to have enough of a chance to give it a go, to actually determine, to give a fair assessment of whether or not they like it or not, whether they're good at it or not. Because the truth is, anytime you try anything new, at the beginning, you suck. I hate to break that to you at the beginning. If you try anything new, you're the worst at it because you've never done it before. So the first time that you try dancing, right? I remember, I remember the first time I went to a dance class, I was horrible. The first time I went to a nightclub, I was horrible. I was embarrassed. Um, when I went to a dance class, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm just so self-conscious and I'm making all the wrong moves and I can't keep up with the class and everyone else. I'm looking at everyone else. They're so much better than I am comparing myself. And then you can easily walk out of that experience deflated, but you got to understand that that's everybody when they try anything new. Some of us might be more naturally inclined to certain things than others, sure. But if I allowed myself based on that one dance class to say that I'm not a dancer, then I'm missing out on maybe I could be a great dancer. Maybe I could really enjoy it. So here's what I've learned to do. Anytime I try anything new before I come to any judgment about it, about whether I like it or not, whether I'm good at it or not, I got to at least give it a month, at least one month and a fair enough effort, a fair enough chance before coming to a certain conclusion, right? I, I remember the first time I went surfing and anybody that surfed before, you know what it's like. The first time you go surfing, you suck. You can't even get up on the surfboard. You're going out there, you're battling the waves. You got this massive surfboard that you're carrying with you, right? And your body is in pain and you're sore and you're trying to, you know, every wave is pushing you back and you can't even get up on the board and you're falling down. You can't even balance yourself. Now, everybody that serves has that experience. Maybe there's a few people that get up and they have a rush and they have a thrill and they have a level of pleasure from that, which by the way, is what happens when something becomes a passion and encourages you to stick with it is you experience some level of pleasure. Some people, that pleasure is based on luck. You know, if you go surfing for the first time and you get up on the board and you feel that feeling of what it feels like to ride a wave, that pleasure encourages you to go back and do it again and again and again based on that. Other people that are not that lucky, they don't get up on the first time and they experience pain and then sure enough, you know, they don't try it again. <laughs> so the first time you do anything, surfing, whatever it might be, you're going to suck at it. You're not going to be good. You've got to understand and embrace that. First time you try business, you're not good at business. The first time you try singing, you're a horrible singer. All of these things we're not great at. And often what, when something becomes a passion, what a passion is, the way I define it is something that you associate a massive amount of pleasure to a massive amount of pleasure to the process of doing it. When you link in your mind pleasure to doing something, you're gonna be more likely to do it again. You're gonna be addicted to it. You're gonna go deeper with it. But that pleasure, oftentimes we can facilitate that. You know, we can um, you know, learn to enjoy the things that we're doing, but sometimes you don't enjoy it until you get past that initial suck period that you go through, right? So dancing, surfing, drawing, whatever it might be, the beginning you're not going to be good at it. And that's why you got to give yourself a chance to at least get to a level of proficiency at something before you come to a conclusion about whether you like it or not. Because otherwise you're not giving it a fair judgment and a fair assessment. Okay? So that's the number one reason why most people, they can't find what their passion is. So don't be quick to judge. Give something a fair enough chance for at least a month. Okay? And make it a goal to try something new every month. Every month, try something new. Go to a dance class and give it a go for a month. 
Try fishing or, or hunting or scuba diving or snorkeling or hiking, whatever it might be. Give it a month, a month. Commit to it, okay? Don't just dabble with things and just try something once or twice and be like, you know, that's not for me. I'm not passionate about that. No, you didn't give it a fair enough chance and an opportunity to actually determine whether or not you might be good at it and you might actually love it. So you've also got to try a lot of new things. So as I said, once a month is great for that. But I believe that to find your passion, you've got to go through the buffet of life, right? You've got to be willing to try a lot of different things and have an open mind and be willing to break apart of your current way of being and living because most people, their lives are habitual. You know, most of the thoughts that you have today are the thoughts that you had yesterday and the day before that and the week before that and the month before that. Most people, they just continue to live in this comfort zone, this level of certainty where they're always just doing the same things. You know, you go to the same restaurants, you, you know, go to the, you know, order the same food um, at restaurants and the grocery store and whatever it might be, you're doing the same things. You got to break that habit up a little bit because every time you're just doing the same things, even though you get comfort and certainty from doing that, you're missing out on an opportunity of trying something else and something new that you might actually enjoy. And yes, there's a risk to that. Maybe you waste time. Maybe you order a meal and it's like a, not a good meal. Maybe you try something and it was, you know, you really did not like it, but at least you don't have regret. And for me, discipline weighs ounces, regret weighs tons. There's two pains of life, the pain of discipline and the pain of regret. The pain of regret weighs so much more, right? I, I don't want to live a limited life based on these judgments and beliefs and stories and meanings from the past. Because who knows, maybe I can reinvent myself and really find new passions and new things that I really love that can really fulfill me. So I think that process for you guys is the key. And here is another challenge that people run into. People have an expectation on themselves that they gotta know what their passion is at a young age. When you're 18 years old, when you're 20 years old, when you're 30 years old, it's not really realistic to actually know what your passion is. You haven't had enough life experience yet. Um, you know, most people, they're still growing and developing, and I think that's the best use of your teens and your 20s, is to try to grow as much as you can. You know, part of the school system and process is to take a variety of different classes to get an idea of what you might be good at, but there's still this pressure and expectation for kids that once they graduate high school that they're supposed to know what they're going to do for the rest of their life based on being 18 years old. It's just not realistic. It's an unfair pressure to put on someone else. Most people when they're 18 don't know anything about life. I didn't know anything about life when I was, you know, 18, 19, 20. I was still growing and learning as much as I can. And I think if you release that pressure on yourself that you've got to find what your purpose is and your passion is and just allow yourself to explore, allow yourself to have fun and try new things, to travel, to, um, you know, go on trips and to be involved in new activities and maybe start businesses and try this business and then try that business and this one. And sometimes you've got to dabble a little bit at the beginning. You know, you've got to dabble with a few different things before you determine to find that one thing that you want to go deep with and master, right? So don't be afraid to try. Don't be afraid to explore. That's one of the most beautiful things in life that is available for us. And I'd hate for you to miss out on something that could truly be your passion. So hopefully this video helps you in discovering what your passion can be. I'd love to hear from you. If you already know what it is, post a comment below. I'd love to hear what your passion is. And uh, the next video is going to be all about how you can profit from it. So make sure you stay tuned for that one. Subscribe here on Project Life Mastery for more. 
And uh, leave a thumbs up if you enjoyed this. Otherwise, thank you so much. I appreciate you. God bless and take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.